Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, we got tons of actionable information, uh, tons of betting advice to give out. And uh, on today's show, we got a great, great lineup. Brian Power joining us right off the bat. He's going to talk about Air Force in college football. Uh, he's got a really strong bet for us, and it's a uh, plus money bet. So stay tuned for that. He's also going to look at week one's matchup between the Rams and the Seahawks. After that, we have Tokyo Brandon. Tokyo is going to look at the Angels and Tigers. Talk a little bit about the Otani trade. Uh, not trade. Uh, trade, not trade. Trade, not trade. We'll talk about that in a second with Andy. Uh, and he's got a prop bet for us on Josiah Gray. Kevin Dolan at the end of the show. He's going to look at... Um, North Carolina and South Carolina. I think I got that right. Uh, but we're going to look at the boxing. Spence versus Crawford. Big, big match uh, this coming uh, weekend. And our betting strategy question, what is your approach to betting when you are on a losing streak? Uh, we're going to go into that as well. Andy Lang joining us. And Andy, right off the bat, how stupid are the LA Angels? I mean, like from one to 10, and you can go into the minuses. So I actually am on the fence about this. Um, on one hand, it's like, well, anytime you can run it back with this team who's made like one playoff appearance since Mike Trout has been there, uh, you, you know, you kind of laugh, but at the same time, um, Otani is not not just a once-in-a-generation in player. I think he's just a, a unicorn. He's one of a kind. And how many teams actually have a chance to have Otani on their roster? The Angels are one of them. He's currently on their roster. And I don't know if I would be – I think I would be pulling out all the stops to try and and keep him. He's a guy that you can obviously build around from a bunch of different ways. If he walks in free agency – they look ridiculous, but at the same time, I get it. I like they're holding on to something. They they, they actually have a chance to keep Otani. They can make a, a an incredible offer to him. I don't think he stays there, but then again, a lot of things can change behind the scenes. I'm not quite on the. I'm not quite as with as strong as with your conviction that the Angels are idiots because I think you kind of have to do whatever you can to keep this guy, but if he walks, it's going to be one of the all-time dumb moves. Yeah, but Andy, you, you got to take it, you, you got to look at it, it from two directions. It's not only about Otani. You want to keep him and take a chance to sign him, fine. But now you go and pick up more people and give away more prospects. So if you don't make it, 
and you won't, not only do you have an incredibly good chance of losing Otani, likely to LA Dodgers or the Yankees, Mets, Cubs, one of the one of the big spending teams, Kansas City Royals, you know, the, that kind of <laughs> but but not only that, but you're losing your future. The, this team is many games, four games out of playoff position, four or five games out of the playoff spot. Uh, I get to see them. I'm going to the game on Saturday, so I'm going to get to see the LA Angels. Angels. But one thing I know, dude, the Angels are a bet against team moving forward. I, I'm a very religious man, Andy. Very. I uh, pray to the gods of irony. Uh, if I was God sitting on a mountain, I'd be bored out of my mind. And all I would do is irony. I'd be like, irony, irony, irony. That's all I... I, I I'm telling you the Angels are a bet against team moving forward. What do you think on that? Uh, I would agree with you uh, on that one. We'll have to see what's moving forward. And actually, we're going to talk about the Angels Um uh, one of our guests is going to talk about them. So I think it's an interesting time to to bring it up. And I believe in gambling gods. Um, I, not only do I not, not only do I believe in them, I just know that they're real. I have many, many uh, situations and cases that prove there actually are gambling gods. Happened to me earlier this week. So I am a religious man as well. You're You to the gods of irony, me to the gods of gambling. But I think the Angels are kind of, uh, you know, it's easy to over, it's, it's easy to overestimate yourself and overvalue how much value, like the Angels, I'm sure, like, no, we're awesome. Of course yeah. we're going to keep them. We're the yeah. Angels. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, eh, ah, eh, you kind of stink. So I, I, if, if I was in the Angels, yeah, I would be doing whatever I could. It kind of feels like they're flailing a little bit right now, which is always a recipe for disaster. It's a Hail Mary for them. It is an absolute Hail Mary for him, but every once in a while you complete one of those Hail Marys. I did read an article talking about how he really wants to stay yeah, on the yeah, West blah, Coast. Blah, blah. But if he wants to stay on the West Coast, you've just narrowed down a lot of the teams, and the Angels are one of them. So I, I don't know. Maybe shake up the dice, have the lady blow on it next to you at the craps table, roll the dice. Hopefully uh, it comes up Otani. I'm with you. He's I'm with you that he's leaving. But if I'm the Angels, I'm doing whatever I can. Dude, rumor rumor in Toronto is the Blue Jays were willing to give up Vlad for Otani straight up. Now that's a trade the Angels should make. And then if they want Otani, go sign him in the offseason. And you're now you got Vlad, Trout, and Otani. There's a uh, three, four, five for you. Brian Power joining us. Brian, anything to add on uh, Shohei and the Angels? Well, I'll add that the gambling gods did not smile on me last night when the <laughs> Chicago White Sox blew a 7-2 lead. I don't know where they were when I needed them. I'm like walking. I'm like, oh, 7-2. They can't blow this. But then the White Sox reminded everyone who they were. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a questionable move by Otani. I'm on the day game, by the way, uh, today. The first game with Otani on the mound in the Angels. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I've got. I, I, some say I may agree with you, Prez. I don't know. Some say. Some. Well, what should we? Some may. Say. Some say. Like, what, what, what the hell is that? What shirt are you wearing, bro? One of my better shirts, I thought. Oh, I please. love it. Oh, it's dope, man. It's very stylish. It's, yeah, it's, I've it's, got a lot of compliments. Though. I've got more so, compliments it, to the bars on this shirt than any shirt in recent memory. 
Dude, it's, it's, you know what? Honestly, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jackson Pollock called. He wants his shirt back. Oh. <laughs> Brian! Yes. Let's get into it, man. You got a great bet for us on this Air Force team, college football. It's about to start a few weeks away. What is it? Yeah, I don't think the Air Force would let you walk in wearing this shirt, but let's talk about the football Nor team, Nor that guys. hair. Oh, no, no, they wouldn't. But uh, this looks like a layup to me. Air Force plus 190 to make the Mountain West Conference title game. First off, just want to uh, talk about head coach Troy Calhoun. What a job he's done in Colorado Springs, 17 years. And recently, if you take out the COVID year, which was obviously really goofy, Air Force has won 10 or more games the last three full seasons, 31 and 8 straight up, 2019, 2021, 2022. Last season, they go 10 and 3. They win the Commander-in-Chief trophy. Uh, first time they did that since 2016. Of course, they did that by beating both Army and Navy. The three losses for Air Force last year were by three, seven, and five points. They were not blown out at all. So it's three one-score losses. They were very close to being undefeated. The fact they finished three games behind Boise State was very misleading. I had those teams power rated very evenly. It was a two-point spread when they played. Now, as if you remember last week when we talked about SMU in the AAC, the Mountain West has done a similar deal. They've gotten rid of divisions, and they're now simply taking the top two finishers for the title game. And that is huge for a team like Air Force, who was in the same division as Boise State. Now, if Boise finishes above them, that's okay. Air Force still can get the Mountain West title game by just finishing second overall, and we would have a winning bet here. And I'm not convinced Boise's going to finish ahead of Air Force this year, guys. Boise's the only team in the Mountain West that has to play five, the other five of the top six teams in the conference. Dirk Cutter retired again, so we've got a new play caller on the blue turf. And you look at Air Force's schedule, guys. They might be favored in their first 11 games, so they could have the spot in the conference title game already sewn up when they visit Boise in the regular season finale. And here's something most may have either forgotten or just didn't know. Air Force, number one in the country in total defense last year, allowed just 254.4 yards per game. They've got nine of their 13 uh, guys back who recorded at least 250 snaps on that side of the ball, including eight starters. You look at the other contenders besides Boise in this league, Fresno lost its star quarterback and most of its skill position players on offense. San Diego State's not as strong defensively as they usually are. Add it all up, guys. I think Air Force has a very easy path to what would be its first Mountain West Conference title game appearance since 2015. I wouldn't be surprised if they won this conference, quite frankly, in 2023. Give me Air Force to make the Mountain West title game. Ryan, first off, the gambling gods work in mysterious ways. We all know that. Uh, yes. And second, uh, listen, quarterback, fullback, wide receiver. These are positions that Air Force is going to need to fill. They lost Zeke Daniels, who's gone at quarterback. Zeke Daniels, the only player in FBS to hold his school's longest run and longest pass. Fun fact that will stump all of your friends. Do Does this worry you that they're losing their quarterback? They need to fill that fullback. They need to fill that wide receiver role. They got some holes. They do have a lot of other returning senior, uh, starters. But these holes, those are pretty big positions. Worry you at all. Well, the good thing is, Andy, they uh, really went out on schedule very challenging those first two games with Robert <laughs> Morris and Sam Houston on the schedule. So we can work those kicks out, I think, in those first two games before the conference slate hits, get those guys some time. And, I mean, you look at the schedule, it's it, the early conference schedule, not that challenging. 
I mean, they could not have asked for a better schedule. Look, in Air Force, we know it's a system, right? It's not so much about the players. It's plug and play. I'm very confident in what Calhoun has done in recent years that this team is getting to double-digit wins. And finally, to that elusive title game, I can't stress enough how big it is that they don't have to win a division with Boise State anymore. Yeah. They can simply finish second behind Boise. Brian Powers, everyone. Uh, Bry, you are co-hosting the show tomorrow with Steve Merrill. Uh, good luck with that. Um, I, yep. I'll be watching after. I will be. Um, I'll be rating you, Bry. So be careful. Like I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit there with a chart. <laughs> Anyway, I, I did well last week. I, I thought I did. Now you said I did well, but you may have just been saying that because I was on the show with you. So I don't no, know. It's, what the private it's because are. it's because I literally bring out the best out of everybody. I, that is I mean, true. And, dude, Andy had brown eyes before he started on the show. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, that's that is my talent, Brian. Seriously. OK, so before we get into the next game. Uh, to everybody out there, we have a killer promotion, like a killer, unbelievable promotion. Yesterday, we had Ali Burns on the show. Uh, today, we got Brian Powers on the show. Um, yesterday was the one-year anniversary of bringing the covers experts guys over to Wager Talk. Those three gentlemen were Jazzy Ray. Brian Powers and Ben Burns. All three of them came over last week. I want to shout out to covers again. Uh, it was a great transition. They were helpful. They 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 uh, worked with us on it, and they also have a incredible website with an unbelievable matchups page. Uh, huge huge fan of covers. All. All three of those guys, uh, if you want to buy any one of them for a full year, we have taken $1,000 off the price. It is $999 for a full year of either Jazzy, Brian, or Ben. There's no promo code required. Uh, oh, there is. Power 1000. I didn't realize that, Bri. Is that is that the promo code specifically for you? It is. It is. There is. Yeah. So is it Ben 1000 for Ben? And that I don't know. You're going to have to ask. That's not my department. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you. I apologize. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's Burns 1000 and Ray 1000 if you want those guys. And Brian, honestly, man, uh, $1,000 off a of year package. Um, tell the clients why they should take advantage of this deal for you. Well, first off, what a lovely picture we've got there up on the screen there, if I do yes. say so myself. Number two, um, it's been a great year, right? Okay, Major League Baseball, I was number one from last year's playoffs through the All-Star break. College football, we just talked about Air Force, right? I was number one for the season last year, plays rated 4% or higher. Uh, and, it, hey, you talk about the biggest plays, those 5%, which I know everyone loves. Going back to the end of bowl season last year, um, I am number one in all sports with 5% plays so uh yeah it was a great first year and we're hoping for an even bigger second yeah. year you're at wagertalk.com yeah and guys seriously if you're gonna buy your uh do it today uh one thousand dollars off when does this uh when does this special expire brian i believe it's valid all through august if i remember there you go me correct 
So yeah, you've got some no. time. But why wait? The sooner you buy, the sooner you'll get winners. So we've got uh, two winners today in Major League Baseball. Soccer's starting up a couple weeks. So uh, yeah, we'll really be ramping it up. Uh, guys talking about Teddy in the chat room. He's almost back. August 7th. I got a uh, slack from him last night. Uh, so he is back soon. Uh, I didn't miss him. Did you, Andy? Well, yeah, I get to be on, I get to be on here with you of, 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 no, I didn't miss him. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Me and Brian get to come on here and co-host with you. Of course, we did. Yeah. extended vacation, Teddy. Yeah, Teddy, go to September, bro. No rush, no rush at all. Okay, Nobody Brian, pays attention get... to the NFL in weeks one and two. You can go, you can wait to come back to week three. Exactly. Yes. I just got notification from our awesome Chris Allen. If you want Ben Burns for a year, it's Burns 1000. If you want Jazzy Ray for a year, it's Jazz 1000. And if you want Brian Power for a year, it's Prez 1000. I mean, Power 1000. Okay, Bri. Uh, let's. <laughs> nice work there. Yeah, yeah. Rams are playing Seattle. I'm going to be on this game. I've, I've, oh, you I've, are. I've, I've officially started my NFL handicapping, uh, and I, I, I know I'm going to be on this game. I, I already have singled out a bet. Uh, I'm, I'm going to wait because lines move. But uh, you got to play for us. What is it? Yeah. Now I'm going to preface this by saying I have not officially put this bet in, but you know it's the dog days of summer, as you guys know. So you start just playing around, looking at stuff. I had the wager talk odds screen open yesterday, and I was just looking at how certain numbers had moved. And this Rams Seahawks game for Week One caught my eye because what I want to point out here is Circa, who I think you know most would term as a sharper book, already has the total for this game at forty-eight and a half, while some other shops are still sitting at forty-seven. So I would expect that those other books are going to follow suit. Now, there's obviously a risk, as we all know, in betting week one lines now, right? Somebody could get hurt in camp or the preseason. But if you do like the over here, I don't, you know, and, you know, you may not be able to get it at 47, you know, closer kickoff. So it's something worth monitoring. And you look at these teams really quick, guys. Start with the Rams. Their offense, we know what happened last year, completely fell apart. They had the most games lost to injury of any offense in the league. Matt Stafford goes down. Cooper Cup goes down. Only one starter on this offensive line played all 17 games. With Stafford back, Sean McVay still calling the shots. The Rams are going to be able to put up more points this season. There's no doubt about it. Maybe not as many as they did in 2021, but certainly more than they did in 2022. Uh, unfortunately, though, for the Rams, the 10 players on the defense not named Aaron Donald are all very bad, generally yeah. speaking. So yeah. I would expect them to give up a lot of points. This is probably going to be an over team in general, Prez. Yeah. Uh, and you talk about over team Seattle. They surprised everyone making the playoffs last year. They were a top 10 offense in points per game. Faded a bit down the stretch. But what did they do in the draft? They go out and add Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, solid pick there. In Jigba, Metcalf, and Lockett. Seahawks have one of the best receiver rooms in the entire league. Let's see if Geno Smith uh, can be the same player he was for those first 12 games last year. And, you know, again, the Rams secondary, I can't stress this enough, really reeks bad. So uh, the Seahawks should be able to put up some points here. But the defense for Seattle, they have issues as well. Gave up 21 or more points in 12 of 17 games. Bottom 10 in DVOA against the run. If the Rams score 21 here, this game for sure or is going over, I think. So just a little look ahead. 
I'm seeing some interesting line movement on the wager talk odds screen that uh, makes me think that there's going to be more points uh, than expected here. And I expect those other books follow Circa's lead. Brian, outstanding stuff. Brian Powers, everybody. Brian, we've promoted you guys. Power 1000 $1,000 off a your package. Uh, I see a finger up. Uh, yes. Was that for me or your wife? It was for you, as a matter of fact. Okay. And well, I right. would like to just bring up one thing. There is a new show on the uh, Wager Talk YouTube channel entitled The Power Five. I will give you two guests who host that show. Your first one does not count. So everyone should check Andy. that out. The Power Five. Yes, it is, Andy Lang. You got it. Everyone should check out The Power Five every morning. We break it down, the five things you need to know, where the market's moving, who to buy low on, who to sell high on, stat of the day, and a free play. It's all there for you every day. Like, comment, subscribe here on the Wager Talk. Yeah, and take advantage and, and, of that special and, offer. And Brian, it's an incredible show. I've watched it. It's really, really well done. Every day up on Wager Talk TV, the Power Five. Check it out. Andy, I got no idea whether this show can go longer or not longer. I'm guessing we're going to go to 12.55 because we started late. My apologies, people. Uh, we did have some issues, especially out of the Detroit office. There's some crazy storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing, Joe. I'm keep going. Andy, uh, what did we learn in the wonderful world of sports betting? Uh, muted. Oh, uh, there, this is one of these topics that I wasn't ready for, for, for the segment. Uh, this is one of these topics that there's no stats for it, but I want to talk about when to lay off of bets. And I believe this is going to be a really nice uh, segue into our BS question later. So I've come up with a few ways when to lay off of bets. When um, you're hammered. This happened. When you're hammered, lay off of bets. I'm serious. If if you, I'm telling you, if you follow these rules, you are going to save yourself a ton of money because the best way to make money, Prez, is to not lose it. So we're going to, this is how you can not lose money out of your bank. I think we lost Andy somewhere. Go ahead, Andy, uh, when, keep going. When your buddy is hammered and telling you to bet something, lay off don't follow your your drunk friend when you're losing and you're chasing uh, definitely don't bet if you're on a losing streak it's so hard that you want to chase don't uh just kind of kind of back out lower the percentage take a couple days off when you're bored uh this this one has gotten me over the years thank god i've stopped this one but you're just bored on a Thursday night or a Friday night and there's, you know, some games going on. I'll fire off some bets and then they lose because they weren't researched properly and they're, they're just bored bets. Well, we also call those losing bets. And when you're not in a good mental state, if you're having a horrible day, if you're in a bad mood, uh, if you just don't feel right, there's no reason to force anything. Make sure that you are in the proper mood to do your research and that you are feeling good. Uh, if you just are having one of those horrible weeks, just pull off a little bit. So, uh, yeah, when you're hammered, when your buddy is hammered, when you're losing and chasing, when you're bored, when you're not in a good mental state. If you lay off bets when all of these are occurring, I promise you, you will save a lot of money over the long term. That is what I learned over the last week. Yeah, that's a great take, Andy. I hope Teddy watched that and took some notes. Um, I went to the escape room last night. Uh, I'm now officially 0-3 in escape rooms. Have you ever done they're it? Tough. Yeah, they're tough. Oh, my. 
Who the hell can get through that shit? And they should put a sign up saying, better to not do edibles beforehand. Brandon, Tokyo Brandon joining us, everyone. Uh, anything What's to that? add so far, my friend? I don't know what an escape room is, but uh, maybe what? I'm... Uh... Maybe what? I live too far Brandon. away from you guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm the sure they have escape or... rooms in Tokyo. <laughs> I was just going to Google it, and then you called me. So, uh, Is that the Aaron Rodgers tent or something? What, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> it's where Otani is right now. He's in the escape room. He's trying to escape and get the hell okay, out of Okay, let's talk about Otani then if you want, because uh, we, can, we can get a little heated here. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna Google escape room real quick here. Oh, it's okay. Just tell, well, us you, you, well, you, tell us about your angels play. Yeah, screw <laughs> the escape room. Do it on your own damn time. We're running out of time. Let's go. Angels and Tigers. They got two games today. You want to talk about one of them? Plus, you have some opinions on Otani. The mic is yours. Yeah, I mean, if you have Otani, why would you get rid of him? There's no reason to. Uh, Trout might be coming back. You just picked up Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez to, you know, filling gaps of, of spots you really needed because uh, the bullpen was being was one of their uh, Achilles heels. And, you know, you can never have too much starting pitching. Uh, if you look at the last 10 days, uh, which is what I like to use for, uh, you know, current form. The Angels are actually hitting number nine in MLB as far as my power rankings are concerned. And their bullpen is actually 11th in MLB. They're surging. They're seven and three in the last 10 games. And frankly, they have a winning record. They're what, 52 and 47? Not great. But if they were in the American League Central, they'd be in second place. So, you know, I mean, I don't think it's time to throw in the tally yet as opposed to uh, other people's opinions. And I think making a trade like this is exactly what a team wants. Uh, and this will, uh, you know, the, this team needs an enema. Was that from Batman? This town needs an enema. This team just got an enema. And I think they're going to come out uh, all guns fired today here. Uh, Otani's on the mound. Granted, uh, Lorenzen is, a, is actually a better pitcher. I know it's maybe sacrilegious to say something bad about Otani, but he is the inferior pitcher in this matchup. However, the Tigers rank uh, bottom 10 in every category imaginable. And even without Trout, the Angels have 50 more uh, home runs than the Tigers. They're a better lineup even without Trout. Uh, I like the Angels here. And, you know, when this came out, it was minus 140, minus 135. That's crazy with Otani on the mound. Again, he is the inferior pitcher compared to Lorenzen. But there's no way the Angels should be an underdog against the Tigers here. Uh, I like the Angels here on the money line uh, in game one of the two-game series. But, but Brandon, I mean, you mentioned yep. that Otani is the inferior pitcher. Holy cow. In July, Lorenzen, 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, no earned runs. Otani, on the other hand, 16 and one-third, and he's allowed 14 earned runs. Like, yes. he's the inferior That's pitcher inferior. right now, but it's 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 by a big margin. You think Otani yes. turns it around really today? Yeah, I mean, his tools are just too good to continue pitching like this. And he's facing a lineup that I have ranked 21st out of 30 teams in MLB. Uh, hey, 
you know, if you need some medicine, I think facing the Detroit Tigers is a good medicine to get yourself back on track again. These guys are human beings. So I, I spent a lot of time with MLB players. Uh, these guys are human beings. And the fact that the team is is making these trades and saying, hey, guys, we got a chance. We're in this. Uh, this pumps players up. Uh, there, there's a factor here that a lot of people don't realize. But these guys talk to each other in the locker room. Uh, they're human. And if they think, hey, the team, you know, Trout's coming back, we got a shot at this. Giolito's a legit starter. Reynaldo yep. Lopez is a legit bullpen guy. This is going to be an enema for this team, and they are going to come out fired up, I think. Uh, I think they're going to roll this. Pablo Lopez, I mean, you know, he's he's a very underrated pitcher. He's a great pitcher, but he's just not pitching well this year. Uh, but, you know, if he comes around, look, they, like I said, they would be in second place in the American League Central right now with their record. They're seven and three in their last ten. I, I don't think it's time to throw in the towel for this team. I think they have a legit shot of making the playoffs, as opposed to you, Chris. Oh, okay, brother. I, that that we're, we're allowed to uh, agree to disagree. I like sure. you know, go Angels. You got a prop bet I'm on? Not, I'm, uh, I'm not I saying go Angels, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tokyo, they have a we, shot. we got to move on. We got to move on. Sure. Jo- Josea Gray, yep. you got a prop bet for us. Let's go. I, I do. Uh, so look, the Mets are striking out a little more than the average of the major league teams. Josiah Gray has a seven point eight four uh, strikeouts per nine. Uh, I like his strikeout prop here over four and a half. And the reason I like it is because he's been going pretty deep into games. Since the All-Star break, uh, he hasn't. Uh, but if you look at uh, how he was pitching before the All-Star break, he was going eight innings, seven innings, six innings, eight innings, seven innings. And when you go long like that, uh, when you're when you're striking out seven per nine, uh, basically you need to go five innings to get five strikeouts. So I like Josiah Gray to go over four and a half strikeouts against the Mets today. Uh, And my uh, pitcher props for strikeouts or outs uh, pitched uh, are an amazing 14 and four right now on an amazing streak. So uh, this is another one that I like. uh, And I have a 4% pitcher prop play up as well on my page at wagerstalk.com. Tokyo Brandon, everyone, as good as it gets in the wonderful world of sports betting, uh, what do you have to promote? My 4% play in Major League Baseball today is uh, a feature play. Uh, and every day in the KBO, uh, Korean baseball and Japanese baseball, I have $9 plays. Uh, no plays out for tonight yet, but I will get those up by the time the Major League games are over. So look at my page for $9 Asian baseball plays as well. Wonderful stuff, Tokyo Brandon, everybody. Andy Lang, we got to keep moving. It's time for our betting strategy segment with Teddy and the Prez. Andy Lang sitting in for him. Uh, well, let's put the question up. Uh, from Rake Ship 6498 what is your approach to betting when you are in a losing streak? Take days off, bet less, more, or something else. Phenomenal, phenomenal question. Rake, and uh, I appreciate it. And guys, if you want your questions answered, put them up in the comment section on our YouTube channel. Andy, I'm going to preface my answer by saying the following. Uh, A losing streak for me is very different as a better and as a handicapper. 
as a handicapper, I have to wear the emotions of my clients purchasing daily or weekly packages and not being able to win for them on demand. As a better, I don't even care. And I know that sounds really strange, but I go through huge streaks in both directions and I'm not gonna get high as a better when I'm on a 20 and four run and I'm not gonna get low as a better when I'm on a four and 15 run. I ultimately bet the same percentage all the time, regardless of whether I am winning or I am losing. I will say this, I do take some days off in the middle of losing streaks and the way I take those days off is I literally don't look at the card at all. Otherwise, I will look at the card. I'll be like, I like those three, but I'm on a losing streak. I'm not going to bet them or release them. And then they go three and oh, and then I'm mad as hell. So I literally don't look at the card at all. But the bot, so I would suggest to people to take a few days off. I never change my bet sizing. If I'm on a losing streak, the 3% of my bankroll lowers itself accordingly. And if I'm on a winning streak, the 3% of my bankroll increases itself accordingly. Andy? Yeah, so we do this. We talk about this a lot on The Road to Millions. This is our show that we do um, every day on Wager Talk. We recorded earlier today. And it's one of those things that you just can't, uh, there's no stats for it. Like, I can't come on here and be like, hey, I know I had a losing week, but it could have been way worse because we laid off a bunch. Like there, there's no stats for that, but it's so important to take time off. It's so easy to chase. And when you're chasing bets and you're in a losing streak, that means you're not doing research, which means you're firing away more bets and there's less research that goes. And it's just a snowball effect. So I think you can actually see when a losing streak is coming up. If you've gone on an insane run, like, President, if you if you've ripped off twenty out of twenty four in one week, yeah, it happens. Regression is coming. Get ready. Yep. You can get out ahead of it. And yep. so, I, what I do, Prez, if I'm in a losing streak, I will lower the amount of bets and I will lower the percentage. Like at one, we're still number one in winning percentage in baseball, but it got it, it, the winning percentage was way too high, and it was like there's no way this is sustainable. So sure enough, we regressed a little bit. We lowered the percentage down. Now we seem to be back on track because we won three in a row. But I will lower the percentage if I feel like we're seeing the sports okay. If I if listen, if I lose six, seven in a row, then it's we're done for a few days. We're staying away. I love, love your advice to just not even look at the plays. It is so important to limit your losses when you're increasing your bankroll. I say it every day. The best way to make money is to not lose it. Pull back. It's okay. You do not have to have bets every day. I do not have a bet today. Clients don't have a bet today. Um, so don't force anything. Yep. Take a deep breath. Go for a walk. If you're, if you're antsy, to just get outside. Go away from your phone. But leave your phone. Go away from your computer. But yes, the best advice is absolutely lower the volume until you're seeing things a little bit better. Yeah, and dude, I, you know, a couple of days ago, I was on a one and eight run in baseball. I did not release a play yesterday, and I'm not going to release a play today. So I'm with you. I think taking days off is very important. But frankly, taking days off is important whether you're on a losing streak or not. It's always important to sort of take a rest. This is a 365 day year endeavor, and uh, sometimes it's just important 
especially for your family to actually not check the scores once every blue moon. Uh, Kevin Dolan joining us. Kev, do you have anything to add about that topic? No, is, I think you fellas nailed it, it pretty book? accurately. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't cover this in the book. I didn't cover this one in the book. Um, tell everybody, no, no, tell everybody about, about your said, book. I think, I think Andy broke it down pretty well right there. Okay, in, in, in Irish, tell everybody about your book. It's up on Amazon for sale. Um, bestseller in the uh, in the gambling books written by Irish people category. I believe I'm number one. Uh, so uh, yeah, head on over there and God, uh, that, pick it up. And that's a lot of books. That's a lot of books. Number one, number one in that category. Guys, if you're enjoying the show, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. Uh, we love having you on, uh, Kev. Uh, well, I don't get to speak to you enough. Uh, let's get into this, man. You, as far so for people for people who don't know, Kevin is a world famous author. He wrote the number one uh, sports betting book ever written from an Irishman. Uh, and he is an incredible college football better. You've got a bet for us on North Carolina versus South Carolina. It's already up on your page. Give it away. What do you got? Yeah, this is a play I've been on for quite some time now. Uh, if you've been over on my page, that's the over in this North Carolina-South Carolina Week 1 clash down in Charlotte. Both of these teams obviously own impressive offenses. You know, North Carolina returns quarterback Drake May to the lineup. Um, he had a pretty sensational year last year, notched up the fourth highest number of passing yards in the nation, joined fifth on total passing touchdowns as well. And this year he's got weapons at his disposal. You know, Kent State transferee Devontae Walker out at right receiver. He averaged 15.8 yards per catch last year. He got returning J.J. Jones as well, averaging 18.0 yards per catch as well. So, you know, North Carolina obviously tooled up offensively this year, but, you know, a massive area that let them down last season was in that red zone scoring efficiency. They ranked 94th in the nation on red zone scoring percentage last season. And that's a stat that actually got worse for them as the season wore on as well. So I'm expecting them to do much better in that regard this year, you know, be more clinical in attack given the quality of that offensive roster. And that's an area South Carolina can match them in in this game as well. You know, Spencer Rattler, Juice Wells combination, you know, they roasted Tennessee by 25 points last year, hung 63 points on the board against the Volunteers in that game. That was by far the most points Tennessee gave up all season, then followed that up by beating Clemson as well. But similar to North Carolina, both teams, you know, have question marks on defense. You know, Gamecocks ranked 92nd on scoring defense, uh, 98th on opponent yards per game as well. Tar Heels even worse, even with eight returning starters this year. They ranked 116th in the nation in both opponent passing yards and total yards allowed last year. So, look, keep it simple. Two good offenses, both defensively vulnerable. Uh, I took this as over 59 and a half a few weeks ago. It's over 61 and a half. But even at that, I still think there's a little bit of value on this over. Uh Kevin, absolutely no follow-ups. There's no way I'm going to try and uh, try and trip you up on any of those. I, I think it's a great play. Uh, I love it, but we got to talk boxing. I mean, this is this this is the event that we're looking forward to, and this is right in your wheelhouse. Uh, I don't know uh, anybody better in this space. So, talk to us, and can you explain to kind of the casual viewer just how big and important this fight is? And then uh, you've got to play. Uh, I think we're looking at the under here. So, talk to us, explain a little bit about the fight, and what's your prop in this. 
This is cancel your wedding day, Big Andy. This is this. It doesn't get much bigger than this. This is uh, this is serious stuff. And actually, I was panicking at the start when I came on because I thought we we're running out of time. So I was like, look, get South Carolina, North Carolina. That can wait. But uh, this, I'm mega excited about this one. Look, you know, two of the best fighters in the entire sport. This is arguably the biggest fight since Canelo Triple G. What was that back in 2017? So we've waited years for this, and I cannot wait for Saturday night. Um, I think you're, I mean, love these plus money props. Uh, where are you looking in this one? Sometimes we don't want to watch a full fight. Eh, I think you're liking the under on this one. Tell us about the prop and what's the price on this one. Well, you know, too often in the past, we've seen these kind of mega fights, you know, fizzle out a bit and, you know, turn into a bit of a tactical chess match. But I don't believe that'll be the case this weekend. You know, Derek James, Errol Spence's trainer, he's already came out and said that he believes Spence needs to make use of his physical advantages in this fight. You know, make size an issue. Um, both Kel Brook and Sean Porter, two fighters who faced both of these guys previously, have already said Errol Spence is the harder puncher of these two. Every punch is delivered with venom. So, you know, while Spence has shown the ability in fights in the past to fight from the outside, you know, maintain discipline, most notably against Mikey Garcia, it's not where Spence is most effective. You know, Errol Spence Jr. is a hunter killer in the ring. He softens up opponents from the outside with that stiff jab of his, but eventually it's all about closing the range, closing that distance on an opponent, taking them out with those heavy hooks of his from the inside. So for me, Errol Spence Jr. is the best inside fighter in the sport right now. You know, frame and shoulder pin and head control, he can do it all, um, you know, especially on the inside. But he faces a fighter in Terence Crawford uh, this weekend who will look to punish those entry points of Spence in this fight as he looks to crash that pocket. You know, no, only Noya Inoue, who we've seen on Tuesday night, and Canelo Alvarez of a higher connect percentage out of any pound-for-pound level fighter in the sport right now than Terence Crawford. And perhaps even more importantly for this play, Terence Crawford just has that dog on him as well. You know, this isn't Sandor Martin or, you know, Guillermo Regondio who dominate opponents from the outside. Terence Crawford could well do that if he chose. Um, that's not his personality. If Spence tries to crash that pocket in this fight, which he will do, Crawford will be right there to meet him. You know, he absolutely loves to exchange with opponents in fights, often to his detriment as well. You know, me, Machine Kavalowskis had him rattling their fights. So both fighters undefeated. Neither guy has looked close to getting stopped. So you might be wondering why I'm taking the under here. But I think that changes here on Saturday. I think something will give with both men's styles in this one. So I believe someone will get stopped at a plus 190, especially the under 10 and a half rounds looks like a fantastic price for this fight not to reach the midway point of the 11th round this weekend. Kevin Dolan, outstanding stuff, man. Um, so what do you got to promote for everybody? Well, as well as the play we just gave out in the under there, Prez, we, we have a massive 5% play on the side in that fight. Uh, Errol Spence, Terence Crawford. We cashed our last 5% step out in boxing back in April. Uh, we took Javante Davis to get the knockout against Ryan Garcia. Should have been a 10% play if we had them. Um, so expecting another big winner this weekend as well. And lastly, aside from that, we're running our college football season for free. Special offer right now as well. Use the code CFB free, CFB, F-R-E-E. Uh, when picking up my NFL and CFB early bird season package over my page right now, just like it says in the tin, receive my entire college football season for absolutely nothing. Prez won't be happy with that. <laughs> Number two college football totals later all time at Wager Talk uh, since joining back in 2018. and. You're getting NFL right along with that. Number two NFL profit leader since November 1st as well. So, uh, yeah, great time to jump on board. Kev, I'm happy about that. I Firstly, you deserve 
to make a lot of sales. And secondly, I want all our customers, clients, listeners, and viewers to make money. So I'm all in on that promo uh, you gave out. What an outstanding cool. show. Thank you. Every what You got something else, Kev? Any, no, no, else? no. I was just, I was celebrating the show. Great job, boys. Celebrating the show. There we go. Andy, me and you will celebrate the show a little later. Uh, shout out to Brian Power, uh, Tokyo Brandon, and Kevin Dolan for joining us tomorrow's show. Uh, and uh, Steve Merrill and Brian Power will be uh, hosting. Enjoy. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, thanks to the uh, production team and everybody in the chat room. We love you all, and we'll see you tomorrow.